podcast coming at you today. We gonna say hey, hey, Taggart. Well, it's the new theme song. I didn't. You didn't tell me. That's great. And Brando. Talking to you. Yo. Yo. Everybody, welcome to the Taggart and Brandon. Brando. Brandon Brando Dodo podcast. Welcome. <laughs> we uh, we're glad to be here. Um, just chatting it up. Yes, sir. Just talking to you guys, talking to each other, listening to each other. Because really, that's half this podcast for us is listening. <laughs> and since we record in two different places, you can really see how much we listen by how much we're not talking on the actual recording. Could be. Just those long pauses, and it makes it really hard to find where you are if you don't have both sides of the conversation. Sometimes I go into the other room, but, you know, <laughs> us- <laughs> usually listening. Yeah. You just keep talking. I got my uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. It's oh, all queued up. I, I find that, like, that really does, like, carry a conversation for a lot of people. Like, if you're on the phone with somebody and you can't quite hear what they say, they're saying, you're just like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Right. Oh, really? yeah? And, and people just take it, you know? People just need to say what they gotta say, I guess. Right. But, right. what we are saying today is, like most other days you've heard us, we've got a question for you to help us think about by us thinking about it first and then we've got a trigger memory which we've thought about previously and are re-bringing up and then a new which we're going to be thinking about later on to bring up these are right the sections of the podcast that are going to be much more eloquently put than that introduction so We'll see. Let's get going. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Tag. Yes, sir. If you haven't already. Uh Uh-huh. If you wanted to make a... If you were going to have your own nation or state or Uh city-state, however you want to see it. Yeah. Or start your own coat of arms, what would be like... You're like symbols. Like if you're going to make a flag or like a state seal or a coat of arms for your peoples, what are your elements of your, of your, uh, your symbology there? So, yeah. Are we talking like my, just to my immediate peoples? Or is it like whoever's going to be in this group with you? I mean, you can you can plan out a coat of arms if you just want to do a family thing. If you want to expand that out and be like, you know what, we're we're setting up our own community and we want a flag to fly. We want like a symbol on like the carpet of my office that like you know like is a seal that no one should you know don't cross the seal kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question 
Um, and I and I struggled with this very much. Um, uh, and I'll tell you why. So I I don't know when, but at some point I decided that I I didn't want to wear shirts that had stuffs on them. So I, so all <laughs> okay. my all my t shirts are just blank shirts, and that's it. Because I don't know, I don't, I don't correlate myself with, with a you don't rep with a brand of any of any sort. Um, okay, that's fair. Um, so, so it's real hard for me to like say, okay, this is who I am, and I'm gonna boil it down to a Marvin the Martian. You know, I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't. So this is why tattoos are so hard to figure out. Dude, couldn't I? Don't think I could ever do it and feel decent about that right that move because i'd be like but really though i went <laughs> i went with kermit the frog okay um really the french astronaut is that what <laughs> defines me <laughs> so i mean that's a good point though i think music would be represented on the flags some way somehow okay um i don't you know even that seems hard. Like, what is it? Do I feel like I'm a couple eighth notes? Do I feel like <laughs> maybe I'm reading too much into this? But, um, mm-hmm. but uh, so yeah. So it had to have some like a whole note just kind of goes un unrecognized. You know what is that? Like an eye? Is that you know? You got to do the eighth notes, man. I I mean yeah, that's the most commonly viewed note on. Mm-hmm some kind of graphic, if you will. Right. Um, so some kind of musical aspect, our family does the music stuffs. Um, mm-hmm. But then I'm not sure after that. Um, if it was up to my son and my daughter, then half would be green <laughs> and half would be pink. Okay, that's, I mean, that's not bad for a flag. Right? I mean, straight up, I don't know of many green-pink flags out there, so... That's true. That's fair. You know, if you, if, if you did a... If you did a... If I could pull off a the one, right two, shape. A, th- a three bar. Yeah, if you pulled a three bar out there and did a green bar, a pink bar, and then did your your thing in the middle, I think you could, you could make that work. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple, but... Uh... Yeah, other than that, <laughs> uh, I have a real hard time pinning anything else down. It was like, def- this definitely represents me. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Maybe I just go pretty simple. Um, I don't know. What about you? What, what would your flag entail? So, because um, we, uh, we were kind of talking about this, and this is kind of what brought this up, that they're redesigning the Utah state flag and asking for submissions. Cause Oh really? The, yeah. And, and somebody was like, yeah, the flag is just too complicated. It's basically just like the state seal uh-huh. you know, and everything. And I thought about that and I'm like, that's interesting. Cause like when you look at like the Colorado flag, Colorado flag is, you know, what four colors, uh, right? Uh huh. Basic, 
designs of bars and then just that classic C with the gold in the middle, right? And with the yeah, what's the mountain? Yeah. Right? Well right, right. Right? Well so no, it's it's got the blue, the white, the blue, and then the red C with the gold in in inside there. Oh, right, right, and, right, right. And like um I got this question a lot uh, from people. They're like it's like why why do all Coloradans have some form of the Colorado flag like as a bumper sticker or a patch on a backpack or a t-shirt or something, you know, like that. It's like, how, why does everybody have, and there's like so many kind of, like you said, variations of like the white bar, you know, it could be mountains, could be trees, could be, right. you know, whatever. And it's stuff like that. And when you really think about it, it's just like, well, A, you can't have Colorado State uh, represented because it's just a square, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like right. It's, it's not distinguishable. And so the Colorado flag is just that right amount of simplicity yet recognability. Uh-huh. I mean, recon- and it's, uh, yeah. it's almost the mm-hmm. logo, you know? Right, right. Whereas the Utah flag, for instance, is too complicated. It's crazy. Like, you can't simplify, like, because it's like, oh, is that the, oh, is that the U.S. seal? No, it's the, okay, so there's some subtle differences. I mean, it is an eagle, and it is a profile, but it's, you know, there's this, and there's that, and there's a beehive, and there's blah, blah, So, like, yeah, like, you need something kind of like, uh... What's the word I want? Like, like an eight bit icon kind of right, thing right. that you then can you can then kind of work off of, um, and everything like that. So I think, um, I think my flag would, yeah, just kind of have probably just yeah, like some mountains on it. Uh huh. So just like a. Like, uh, like not just like, you know, squiggly lines, but, you know, kind of like a distinct mountain, uh, um, silhouette and really, to be honest, I think I would kind of go with the like mountain majesty kind of look where it would be like, like orange on top and then the mountains would be like purple and then it would be like maybe like fade into like blue at the bottom, kind of a thing. Right. And I think that's kind of like it'd be pretty simple, but it kind of would just have that 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 look to it. And yeah, I think that would be um, something simple, but you know, recognizable. And then uh, it would make some great T-shirts too. Yeah, man. I think. Cool. Yeah. I like it. As far as a coat of arms, um, I definitely would have a dog representation, a black dog, uh, uh-huh. as as to represent current state and a little bit of history there with with you know uh, old old coat coat of arms. Um, I'm liking the American or the the old school. Uh, Captain America shield like the 
with the curve at the top, you know, the point and the curve at the top, and then the it comes down. Um, I dig, I dig that design. So I would totally just snake that. Yeah. <laughs> um, as like, as like the symbol, and then like, like a dog head coming out of it, or maybe like you know on the top, and then as far as like other frills um, along the sides. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, I'm trying to think. Like, there's not really like a big hobby or anything, you know, that I would right. I would put at this point, but so, um, something about being a word guru. Oh, that would be <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, and that's the thing is like I would try to come up with, you know, something in Latin or whatever. But right, um, right. I'm trying to think. Because then, I mean, we could make a whole other question of the day of, like, what's your motto, you know, or your, you know, your, you know, state, uh, state saying or whatever, your e plumeris unum kind of, kind of thing. But, I don't know. Do you think Latin's the way to go? Like, should we reach all the way back to, like, hieroglyphics, you know, like? (laughs) I think that it's up to you, man. Like, uh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, if you don't have any Egyptian in you, then like, mm, right, hieroglyphics might not make a lot of sense. Though you might not have, I mean, you probably have some Latin in you, but right. uh, it is ho- something historically something used. Gaelic that's really, really hard for anybody to really understand. Right, exactly. That would be super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know. Maybe the puns don't translate as well <laughs> into into Gaelic, um, but yeah. So, so yeah, man. I think for you, I mean, if you're looking at a coat of arms, like coat of arms gives you plenty of stuff to play with. Like you could have a four quadrant kind of thing where you could put like you know a music note in one, and then like you know, um, you know whatever you want your other right you know, quadrants and stuff. So. But I think just, yeah, pink and green flag just <laughs> works, man. Yeah. Or you could do it at like, on a diagonal. Right. You know? Well, for whatever oh, reason, that's, cool. that's kind of what I was thinking um, oh, okay. on the green. So we're on the wavelength here is that mm-hmm. it would be, you know, not strictly diagonal from corner to corner, but like, Ooh, uh, okay. like a partial... You know, like hitting two thirds or you know one third uh, mm-hmm. in on either side, and then diagonal up to the other third. Does that make sense? Kinda, yeah. Kind, kinda. <laughs> right. So it's like two Nevadas kind of button up against each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. I can see I can what I mean. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got a little bit of a square base. Yeah, on the, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah not a ton. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you are you folding this flag in any unique fashion? No, no. That's okay. going to be one of the distinctions of our flag is that if you don't just throw it in a crumpled heap, in in a drawer, right. then then you've disrespected the flag. But I mean, is it is this flag subtle enough to where? You know, you don't know if it's upside down, if it's like distress, if you're in distress. 
where it's just like, oh, wait, is the is the green on the left or is it on the right? Hold on. Uh... Well, whatever the note situation is, it's going to give that away. Right. Oh, okay. So we're not going. We're not going bass clef. Bass clef means it's bad news. Uh, ba- you you mean like with stems down note? Stems down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess it would probably be stems up, but mm-hmm. I don't know unless I got real crazy and decided on a particular note to put on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. We might go stems down, but. But that's that's how you tell. It's like stems up, everything's good. Stems down, ooh, right. We're in, we're in distress. Please help. Please send. Yeah. Please send your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I mean, because yeah, you kind of want like something kind of simple and yet recognizable. Because yeah, like there's some lot of in, like you know. There's a lot you can say with the flag. And then... Sure. You know, sometimes you don't have to. It's just like, boom, that's it. Like, and then... Because then you also have to think about, like, if it means too much, like, changing it. Like, what happens if we make Puerto Rico a a state or Guam or something? It's like, oh, are we going to redo the flag? That's going to be a whole thing. People are going to be like, yes, you have to redo the flag because every state has to be represented... No, you can't redo the flag because then it won't be even and it'll look weird. It's like, ugh, now I'm going to have to redo all my, you know, JPEGs and this, that, and the other. Yeah, but historically, it's been changed many times when states have joined the Union. So it's just like, just because 50 is a nice number (laughs) doesn't mean we can't have 52 and make it look all right. Right. But then, uh, it's interesting because, yeah, like, realistically we could make a lot more changes a lot quicker with the way technology is today. Right. But the flag is out there so much. Right. That you'd have to change a lot, you know? Right. But, but, uh, I don't know. I think people would deal. They'd probably have some kind of flag recycling program, you know, where it's like, (laughs) Bring us your old flags. Your, we'll get you a new you flag. Bring your old flag, and we'll get you a new flag and stuff like that. And we got just bring yeah. your flag down. We got a couple stars we can pin in there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you think of something like um, like Canada's maple leaf, and I don't know if this is a hundred percent accurate or if it if they just don't care. Um, it's supposed to be all the points represent all the provinces and the two points on the stem represented the two territories but now they have three territories uh-huh and they haven't redone their flag uh, so it's like, is that really just something somebody like came up with after they designed it and they're like sure yeah that's what we were going for so changes like, so we could say mm-hmm. changes to the flag they're having none of it <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sir. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that 
it, it, it would be interesting. I mean, like, cause yeah, I mean, the nice thing about doing it yourself is you have a very small committee. You've right. Satisfied two of your committee members by right. just color selection alone. Right. You know, and so, I, you know, this whole thing, like people are submitting stuff and, you know, all the options have to be weighed out and people got to vote on it and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And have you looked, have you looked at some of the, uh, yeah, I mean, 90% of them are just make it more basic, you know, right. Just make it like, well, I get was rid of the symbol looking yeah. at some of them there and it's just like most mm-hmm. of them are the, the beehive and then the, some stuff around mm-hmm. it, colors and yep. fields and, such right mm-hmm. but that's cool that's cool yeah give them a symbol so yeah and so oh yeah because i mean like i mean it would be interesting to see what you know what would be submitted for if like the U.S. went to redo their thing, you know, yeah, because I mean that's the other thing is you know how many variations of the flag do you see nowadays where it's right. like you know the blue stripe or the red stripe or the rainbow, all that kind of different stuff. Right, right, of, right. I mean, it would be really hard to figure out what. Um, you know, if you were going to change it, because what faction would be most, you know, placated on different things. Right, so, right. I, yeah, you couldn't go in and and please everybody in that sense, like, mm-hmm. if you were trying to be inclusive in that way. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see much winning doing that. Yeah, just... Just chuck another star on there. That's going to cause enough controversy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be enough. So, but, uh, but yeah. So, uh, if you guys got your, your flag designs, then, you know, send them in to us. We would love to, yeah. you know, check those out. Um, just figure out. Yeah. See, I'm looking at a thing of like the four corner states. Uh huh. And, like, Utah, it's just, like, Beehive. Arizona, it's got the star with the rays of sun coming out of it. New Mexico's got the uh, red Uh, cross kind of thing. Other kind of sun thing. Right. Yeah. But then the the Colorado state and the Colorado flag basically look exactly the same. Right. (laughs) Like, like it's just, boom-bam! Suck that, Wyoming. We don't care about you. Get your buffalo off of there. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. Um, and uh, watch out for our merch um, of our flags that you can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our various hats and T-shirts and underwear. You got to make it so it goes on underwear. That's That's a real test of a flag. Yeah. Okay. You just go Liberia, Liberia style, and uh, go just the green, solid green that they had for a couple of decades, uh-huh. and recently changed. But, um, yeah, just a just a straight 
one solid color flag as your nation national flag. That's that's one that's commitment right that's there. That's one way to do it, man. That's one way <laughs> yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to mock up yeah. uh, in some three D paint my <laughs> my my flag. Yeah, because like I did a and I I'll, I'll post a picture of uh, so for my welding class that I took for my art credit. Um, I took the Colorado flag yeah, and um, for the white strip in the middle, it's actually an outline of Pike's peak. Okay. Um, when it's snow, when it's snow covered. Yeah. So it would be like the blue on top is the sky and the blue below is um, is the tree line, and so I had to like you know trace you know a picture of the of Pikes Peak when it you know is snow capped, so it um, shows both both things there, and then the C is half red, but the bottom part of the C is a rusted piece of metal that I outlined the kissing camels from uh garden of the gods Uh uh-huh and uh so that's nice how i designed that so it's actually i think it's pretty cool i had to make it twice because the first one i botched pretty bad so (laughs) (laughs) but now i just have two solid steel colorado flags um hanging in my garage so nice man take a picture of that so yeah noise what 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 is in our memories that that are being triggered forth what forth thou trigger memory <laughs> well this week uh was suggested that we discuss um some trivial arguments that we might have had in which we vanquished our foes and and were happy for it. Okay. <laughs> do you... So, do you... <laughs> I vanquished you on something minute and inconsequential. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um... I remember one particular argument that I had okay. um, with this guy I was living with, and it was very temporary. It was about, uh, I guess it was about three months. Okay. Uh, we, he, I was cooking some ramen noodles. and Perfect. Yep, yep. Delicious ramen noodles. And... I put the lid on the top of the pot, the boiling pot. Uh-huh. And he's like, why do you do that? And I'm like, oh, it'll make them cook faster. And he's like, it won't make them cook faster. And we proceeded to debate, and it got pretty heated <laughs> on... Whether or not the ramen noodles would actually cook faster 
with or without the lid. And I conceded that it probably is a minute amount of time, right? Uh-huh. Like, it is, it, it is not something, because the doneness of a ramen noodle is, there's, there's pretty wide margin, uh-huh. I would say. You yeah, know, that seems... You like them al dente or, you know, complete mush kind of a thing. And so, psychologically, it just was like, oh, well... If I want the water to boil faster, the more you keep the heat in, the faster it's going to boil. Sure. There you go. And, you know, if you look at it as like a pressure cooker, there is a slight bit more pressure with the lid on so that the heat is actually a little bit higher. Um, And so, yes, it will make the noodles cook faster. Right. But we debated this for like for much longer than it takes to cook ramen noodles, I must point out. <laughs> My ramen noodles were quite were quite done and being consumed while argument was being had. <laughs> and, um it was yeah, it was not an instant argument for I mean, we probably debated for at least thirty minutes on this just one subject. Um and and everything like that. And my, a couple of my points were um, the temperature, right? But water typically boils at a state temperature, depending on your altitude. Right, so that right. Doesn't doesn't hold a lot. Um, the um, the other reasoning that I had was also that um, you don't have to worry about stirring it because if there's any ramen noodles that are exposed to the top they're also being heated by the kept in steam so the air temperature above the ramen noodles combined with the humidity will also cook those as well so there's no need to stir and then the other argument was also uh it will cause less water to escape and evaporate so that the uh Temperature of the water waters. to noodle. Right. Well, the water to noodle ratio oh, will be higher, sure. so the water uh, will diffuse or uh, osmosize into the noodles quicker because there is a less concentration of noodles in the water, and so on and so forth. So there are many different scientific principles that are probably not well documented <laughs> as far as ramen noodle right. penetration goes, but those were the arguments that I had. And I don't know if I would say I won in his opinion, because he is a very stubborn individual, Fair. but I definitely did not lose in the fact that he did not convince me one iota that my method was unsound. Right. Well, because I, I yeah. already conceded that it was a minimal difference, but there would be a difference. Did you guys ever race to see which would be faster? No, that's the thing. Cause again, it would be like what is done, you know, like, mm, I see what you're saying. You know, it's like, okay, well I'm taking this out. It's like, Oh, well, these ones are done, and it's like by the time you test both of them, that margin of window is 
probably the amount of difference they would need, you know, that sure. 10 seconds to like sure. slurp up this one and be like, okay, that's definitely done. Let's try the other one. It's already cooked for an extra 10 seconds, you know, kind of a thing. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. We did not, we did not have the laboratory, uh, conditions to offer a proper test. And I more didn't want to bring it up again. So. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Cause, cause it, that's the thing. It did get just not mean and attacking, but just very like, you don't understand what I'm saying. It's like, Oh, I think I understand. It's like, Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> just it's a little like, condescending. It was very, yes, it was very frustrating. And so it's like, let's just not talk about this. And I never want to talk about it with you again. More <laughs> then fine. Let's prove one of us right. Right. So. Fair. What about you? What's what is your best small well, argument? I had a class, and I don't. I cannot tell you in any way, shape, or form what this class was now. <laughs> but. <Okay>. It, <laughs> But it had something to do with my communications degree. Mm-hmm. And it had, it had to do directly with the degree. So uh, uh, we watched a lot of Modern Family clips in that show, in that class. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember all the, the things that the teacher, what she was trying to teach us uh, about communication, but she a lot of things that she she would bring clips in and stuff and it was a fun class. Um, Mm -hmm. But there was one week where she was like, you must debate somebody this week, go out, find an argument, you know, someone says something, then you take the other side and go like, Mm -hmm. she wasn't saying like be mean or, or malicious about it, but, but like get in a Mm -hmm. debate and you know, come back and and we want you to talk about it you know Hmm. okay in class so and it was like not just talk about it in class we want you to get up in front of everybody and give us a rundown on your debate um and i was like i don't i don't want to do this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had very. I love confrontation. Well, I, I mean, it was almost not that. It was almost like I don't want to talk to somebody. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, communication. Uh, I chose this, so mm-hmm. um, so. Anyways, so I I go through the almost the whole week, not even thinking about it. And then uh, I'm at work, and at the time, uh, well, I'm at one of my jobs. So in college, I had lots of jobs, and some at the same <laughs> time. But I was at my job working at Zuka Juice, which at that time Zuka. was not Zuka Juice at all. It was Jamba Juice, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But working at Jamba, making making the smoothies for the people's. People come in, they say, I want a smoothie. And I said, you came to the right place. If someone <laughs> came in and said, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, we kick them out. 
get out of here, mm-hmm. get out of but here. But if they want a bran muffin. But they were then they were like, no, okay. I want the secret menu peanut butter and jelly sandwich smoothie. And we're like, oh, we know what you're talking about. We can do it. There's a real thing. That's a real thing. Anyways. What? It, okay. I can't, I cannot tell you what's in it because I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> You can look it up online. The secret menu, you can find it. Um, but we... Uh, so there was this dude that worked at Jabba with me for a time who fancied himself a music journalist and often got okay. got tickets, like free tickets, as part of a media staff Um to go to shows and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But he had some weird opinions, in my opinion, about music. Um, So I don't remember how we got on it. But we would sometimes... I had some other like-minded music people that worked there with me. And sometimes we would be like, hey, do you you know... What do you think about this artist or whatever to this journalist dude and he's like who's that and we'd be like you don't know who that is uh and we would be flabbergasted um <laughs> but uh i am just flabbergasted like well, you gotta listen to some neo soul sir um but then uh so anyway so one day so the the day before um class like legit the day before i had this class <laughs> i'm at work mm-hmm. and i'm thinking oh no i gotta debate somebody and then i was like dude that guy's coming in later <laughs> <laughs> he's he's an easy target well i i'm like we kind of debate about music all the time so i'll just kind of let it develop it'll 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 come up you know and somehow we got started talking about the beatles and he was like, who do you think was the best Beatle? And I was like, Ooh. okay, boy, let's go. And <laughs> <laughs> and he, you know, he quickly was like, well, I think it's John. I think he did all these things and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, it could very well be John. But that's not the point of this exercise. So I'm like, well, <laughs> this is why Paul also could be the best. And blah, 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 blah. Went through all these things. And, right. And he's like, Joe, my, my, the one point that I remember to this day was he was like, Paul didn't stand for anything. John was about peace and love and stuff. And I was like, what do you think silly little love song is about, son? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Paul's, all Paul talks about, all, all Paul talks about is love. Get over it. Um, Anyways, it but uh, it was it wasn't really it wasn't really heated, but like uh, it was like a good debate. Like we kind of went back and forth, and I thought I got some good points in there. And then when it came around to class the next day, like I wasn't that worried about. It. I was like, dude, I can get up and talk about this. And uh, I remember getting up, and they're like, so what did you debate? And I was like, well, we debated who was a better Beatle, John or Paul, you know? And this one guy was like, I bet you chose John. And I was like, you bet wrong, sir. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And, uh, you know. That's the whole point, is I took the counter argument. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I just outlined a couple of things, you know, it wasn't even that much. Like, uh, we, I felt like, uh, you know, I made some good points and blah, blah, blah. Oh, one other thing that I remember, he, he's like, he was like, well, his, you know, Paul's songs weren't, you know, as mainstream or whatever when he went solo and whatnot. And I was like, whatever, he wrote two songs. So it sounds like, it sounds like you guys are debating not only is like who is the best Beatle is like who is the most popular or the best artist or the most creative. But like you were like arguing like who's the best person well, along with all that. It's like yeah, who's the best Beatle in all circumstances? He, who's got the best hair? Who's got the best personality? Kind of, who's got the best? He, he, all, like, all of his arguments were kind of like post Beatles. Like – well, mm-hmm. they did this, and they were this, and they were this after the group or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you know, just used his logic. And I was like, you know, he was saying, well, you know, John had the bigger hits or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but John never recorded two songs with Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> right? was pretty big. Um, you know, so I walked away feeling... Like I won that debate, and I don't—I mm-hmm. don't know. He might think differently, but like every argument he had, I was like, quick counter argument. Like, here's my point against your point. Um, so I—I I did. I—I I honestly didn't think that I would have a, a debate, and then that was the debate, and I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> like, there's plenty of things that maybe I can't like form an opinion or, or an argument either way. But uh talking to Beatles, come on, come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyways, that's the, the, the one that immediately comes to mind when I think about that. Um so yeah. Nailed it. No, that is definitely yeah. I mean you, you like you said, you can take it a lot of different ways, but that's just like an interesting argument to just be like, well, like, he had this song. And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, he he didn't stand for anything. It's like, wait, what are we talking? About? <laughs> like, what, what what criteria are we looking at here? As far as like, you know, well, that's uh, yeah, and that's the interesting thing about having a debate. If it's, if it's a true debate, whoever starts kind of kind of brings up the points that you have to argue and you're like well okay this Mm -hmm. is where we're going this is where we're going and you just try to stay in that realm to make your points you know obviously stronger counterpoints rather Mm -hmm. um but yeah like i didn't i wasn't like i was like i wasn't like here's the parameters of the debate we're only talking post beatles and like you know influence post beetle go he just Right. Like that was just the stuff that he started with, and I was like, okay, game, game, yeah, game on. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't um, join like the debate forensic team in high school. I just, yeah, for whatever reason, just did not think about it. Um, the my bi- as like that is what it was, right? My biggest, I think you would have been good at it. 
But uh, mm-hmm. my biggest thing is the the only reason I wish I had done something like that is that so I could like identify weak arguments, like you know, mm-hmm. like like well that's a straw man argument or I, like I don't even know what that means. But like it's there's like that's a real right. that's a real term, right? Um, it is, yeah. So like I wish I knew what those were. So when people make a dumb argument for some reason, I just be like, mm-hmm. mm, that is called the classic such and such. And this is why it doesn't hold weight. Blah, 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 blah. Like, that's what I want to be able to come back with them. Not to like argue their point, but just to be like, your argument is a bad argument. Right. And I think the thing that I would have really liked in that is because, I mean, one of the things like your teacher was talking about is, is picking the other side. Like, right. There, there are going to be times when you feel passionately about something and someone feels passionately or even just difference of opinion. And you can debate those difference of opinion. But when you, you have the same opinion as someone else Uh and then you try to weigh out the other side. Right. Is actually, I mean, a lot of fun. Sometimes if it's, you know, even, even if it is something that means something to you, it's like, okay, what is this person? Like, what is the opposite of this? Like, what do they see? What are their main, um, main points going to be in this argument? And so if you got like, I could just imagine in high school, you know, getting a topic, right. And you're researching both sides because you want to know what they bring up. Right. You know, if it's like, why like um there was do you remember the show um uh king of the nerds yeah i never saw very many of them but i was aware of the show and i think i watched episode of two mm-hmm. yeah they had a debate on there it was like the millennium falcon versus um the uh starship or sorry the USS Enterprise of course <laughs> and there weren't really parameters right it's not like which is faster which is but it's just debate right just debate it and everything right and um like if i remember correctly like like and that's the thing is like you have to know about both you can't just rattle off all the statistics of the Starship Enterprise and not compare it to the Millennium Falcon, you know? Right. And, like, the thing that kind of won it for me is the the point where... The holodeck? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> the holodeck is, is pretty dope. But, I mean, there's you got holograms and stuff on the Millennium Falcon... Yeah, Thank you. yeah, three it's a tiny, tiny yeah. holodeck, Hol- holographic three D <laughs> chess. Come on, <laughs> right? Um, but um, no, it was the statistic that um, our, or that C three PO throws out, where he's like, the odds of navigating an asteroid field are I can't remember. It's like the million to one. And he's like, never tell me the odds. It's like they freaking. Make it through completely unscathed right. through that asteroid field, and like that alone is just like yeah, 
It's like Han Solo's winning the lottery every time he gets in the freaking Falcon. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? Just but like you could debate. Like you could debate: is that the ship or is that Han? Right. Right. We all know it's the ship after seeing Solo, but Solo had not come out at that time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. But anyway, in that case, it's it's. Um, but yeah, it's it would be really fun to, I mean, to learn about the other side and to figure out what their arguments are going to be. Because if if you can bring those up, like if you get if you get to go first and you right. just is like their strongest arguments are going to be um, warp, you know, like the holodeck and like the photon cannons or whatever, right? And guide like, if we can put. <laughs> Yeah, if we could put these three things to bed, uh-huh. that by the time they get up, they're going to be like, uh, uh, the holodeck's pretty cool still. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, so that would be kind of like, and then on the other side of that is if they list off those three things and that's it, you know, then you would have your argument on the flip side to be like, well, here's why these things are not as good as they should be. And so, um, food yeah, replicators. Think, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm not going to lie. This is just completely random. The Falcon layout never made sense to me at all. Right. Right. <laughs> like, like, especially when they jump into the, um, the gun, the turrets, like the right, the guns, and they're like shooting and everything. I'm like, this, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I do not understand where this is on the ship. I don't understand how they're both facing up, even though one of them went up and one of them went down. <laughs> and like, there's gravity, right. but not in this. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Anyway, um. Yeah, yeah. I like a good lively debate. And it's good if it doesn't get heated and attacky and emotional. Because then it's nice and entertaining. Whereas that noodles, oh man, that ramen noodle thing. Yeah. Just no, it's. Gets me going. It's more fun if it's, uh, if it's a, like a respected party. You're like, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to say that you're wrong, but you're, right. you're kind of wrong. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Right. But this is my point. I'm not attacking you. I'm attacking, right. like, what you're saying, you know, and people are it, find that hard to separate. Right. Very narrow thing. Right. So. But you say it nicer than mm-hmm. if you were like, no, nah, I don't care about this guy's feelings. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's always a little bit more fun. I think. Mm-hmm. So, there you go, man. Yeah. What, uh, what's your new? What's the new? What's my new? Well, I don't want to talk. I mean, we've done a lot of things this week for our trailer. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to talk trailer every week. Though that's like <laughs> a big part of what's going on with me. So I'm right? choosing not I think to do that. People... Want to know? I I'm interested to know what's what's the news on that. What's the new on? All right. Well, then this doing? is the last week in a row. Like the next week, I gotta <laughs> I gotta do something completely different. All right. Okay. So here's the thing about this last 
week. Um, uh, uh, Taggart doesn't make boo-boos. Um, <laughs> so the other day, and I don't remember what day of the week this was. The other day, we our pipes froze to <gasps> our kitchen sink. Oof. And other under uh, after some investigation, we found out that oh, the the kitchen pipes were right behind the outdoor refrigerator, which just has a door right in front of it. So it's basically those pipes are exposed outside. Basically, they have one. So wait, wait, an outdoor refrigerator. Yeah, is that yeah like an actual like. Explain is so. Explain that to me. Yeah. So basically, all it is is there's a cavity in an opening in the side of the RV mm-hmm. from the outside, a door that opens from the outside, mm-hmm. and then you can there's a cavity there, an opening where you can mm-hmm. put a small mini fridge, so okay. that when you're outside, you can be like, mm, "Yo, soda," and drink. Okay. Something. I was just making sure it wasn't like there's a cavity, and since it's cold, we just put stuff in there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like okay. it's an actual space okay. for a fridge, and there's a plug in Got there, it. and there. Okay. But like mm-hmm. the fridge isn't kicking enough heat off to like keep that space warm. The the I right. mean the air's just coming through from the outside. So if it so mm-hmm. it was cold, and the pipes are just exposed, just sitting there. So we have done some insulating. So mm-hmm. that it doesn't happen. So our sink, so it was the pipes coming in to the faucet that froze. Mm-hmm. And we were like, boo, that stinks. Um, so that night, my wife was like, well, I'm going to leave these this faucet dripping so that they're just not frozen tomorrow. Right. Smart, great, perfect. Um, we, one thing we didn't think about when it came to that was that the tank wasn't open. So the tank's not dumping. The tank is filling all night from the drippy drippy, uh, to the, Mm -hmm. to the point where the water filled the tank up and then filled the pipes up and then filled the sink up and then overflowed into our house. (laughs) So your waste tank, your gray water or whatever is all full. Well, yeah. Well, at first I didn't know what tank it was because um, mm-hmm. I was a little confused about where the kitchen water was going to because mm-hmm. I have two gray tanks and I have two black tanks. Mm-hmm. But surprise, and I didn't realize this, I have a galley tank galley being mm. ship speak for kitchen um <laughs> the ship speak <laughs> so this galley on the port side we have our galley tank yeah so i was real confused i tried to dump the tanks and nothing came out and i was like where is this water why is so i'm i'm thinking that more is frozen than just the pipes I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm worried that the tanks froze. I'm worried that the tanks busted. Because um, I tried to empty it and nothing came out. Um, so, so our, IV, our RV is really big. And it has two sewer pipes. 
two exit pipes coming mm-hmm. out of our RV, one in the front region and one in the back region. Well, Is that where your respective Blackwater tanks are? Or? Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a bathroom in the front, bathroom in the back, basically. And I, in my Dang. naivete, thought that the bathroom in the back was the only thing that was hooked up to the exit line in the back. And so I thought, well, because of winter and everything, I'll just not hook up the back bathroom and we'll just use the front bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then I only have to hook up one uh, sewer hose for now, and that's fine and great. But no, stupido here, the galley <laughs> the galley empties out the back mm-hmm. uh, line which I didn't hook up so so we thought it was frozen we thought all this stuff anyways so we had like a lot of people come over on Friday and we were like trying to thaw stuff out because we thought well it's a uh, you know things are frozen um, the back the the back exit, sewer exit was frozen when we opened the cap it was frozen in the front and i thought oh for sure the tank valve has busted from expansion in the water Mm -hmm. going to ice situation and now this this exit pipe is filled with water and frozen and i gotta fix it and i gotta get the tank maybe so i'm thinking of all these things that it's just terrible but after, I mean, it took a while. Uh, after a while of melting during the day, that ice that was in that pipe was maybe four inches thick. Oh, wow. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So there was water mm-hmm. in there, but it was probably water from when we got the RV that there was just some water in there. Okay. Um, because the galley tank did not break and it didn't dump. Um, mm-hmm. So we got that thawed and we hooked up a pipe to it. And then we there's a, a lever in the back for the galley that I didn't know was there either. So pulled the galley lever and the water just drained. And so we were mm. like, okay, things still work. This is good. So, <laughs> so anyways... And later I figured out, we thought, okay, well, my my, my front tanks aren't dra- draining because I tried those, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, come to, to remember later that on the black line, there's a, there's a, I remember seeing a lever on the line itself and it has a different line too, or a lever that you can pull to open. Mm-hmm. So it basically has two valves on it that I was forgetting about. And so I just went under and opened that valve underneath and then opened the main valve and then it just drained. It drained. So everything's fine? Question mark? Just flowing now. Nothing seems okay. broken. Nothing seems not functional. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. So it was a little bit of a scare and a little bit of a crazy weekend last weekend um but that but yeah that's the update so so we started well we started building a skirt 
around the RV and we got heat lamps under there to keep the pipes warm and stuff. And we've set, Mm -hmm. we haven't finished the skirt, but we've placed boards all around the RV to keep some heat in there and stuff. And Mm -hmm. we haven't had any issues. So this weekend's supposed to be cold, so we'll see. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think we're in good shape. So nice. Yeah, man. So there you go. Next week we'll talk about something dumb, like a YouTube video. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I had a little bit of an interesting experience. Um, yeah. So I've been looking to get a new car for a while. Okay. And everything just kind of just upgrade to a newer model, um, and everything like that. Uh, cause I've had, I've had my car for a while and it's, it's been, it's been doing okay, but it's gonna probably it's just a good time to maybe get rid of it and sell yeah. it while it's still got some value in it and everything like that so um um so i found this card that i really liked and um it's got you know it's the make and model that i want it's got the engine size that i want it's got uh tow pitch on it uh, October or like a you know two inch receiver on it it's got uh, he was gonna sell it with um, extra rims and snow tires oh wow and and all this kind of different stuff so I was nice. like, sweet and it was a at a decent price I mean probably a little more than I wanted to pay but with all the extras and and everything if I could get a good price for my car I figured let's do this right right, right. So I, I have had my car like listed, like just on Facebook marketplace, probably for like a year now. Like I listed it a while ago. Some people said they were interested, but really nobody came to see it very uh, and everything. Cause I had it listed little high just because I, a people are always going to undercut you. Right. You know, right. like nobody wants to pay the sticker price on a used car. So you might as well get people who are interested, interested to, you know, chat or to contact you about it um, and all that kind of different stuff. So, right. um, so it's higher than, you know, Kelly Blue Book or whatever, um, especially with the amount of miles and everything that it has on it. Uh, so... I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to buy this car, like I need to be, I need to sell my car. So I need to kind of figure out if my car is worth, you know, what I want to say it's worth. So I dropped the price of my listing like a thousand dollars. And then I repost it in like the local classifieds. Okay. Um, as opposed to just on Facebook marketplace. So, um, I get a couple of hits on it and, this uh, one person texts me and they're like, uh, and they always, you know, it's like, what's anybody who asks, like, what's the lowest you'll go? I just stop talking to. Right. I'm like, make an offer like, if you want, but like, I'm yeah. not giving you a low price that I'm going like. Exactly. Cause then you're just going to lowball that. Like the price is the price. And if you want to discuss, then give me an offer. If you're trying to feel me out, 
read the ad again because that's all the information I want to give you at this point. You know? Right, right, right. Because I hate and it's and it's very annoying when I try to leave like a detailed ad. I'm like, you know, and, and here's why. I'm, right, and they're asking mm-hmm. you all the stuff that's already in the description. You're like, come on, dude. Yeah, so go back and read it. Like, come back to me. Somebody was like, I, I listed like, you know major repairs that it's done, you know, how many miles it had, like, right. you know, when those were done, this, that, and the other. And the guy's like, one of this, this other guy's like, first question is just like, it's like, Oh, has it had it? It's like, other than routine maintenance, has it had, it's like any major things. And I'm like, dude, it's all listed with dates and mileage in the freaking ad. I'm not going to re type it to you. So like, yeah. Anyway, so this one kid, turns out he's a kid. He's like 17. He ends up, he like, he's texting me and he's just like, it's like, is the, it's like, is the price negotiable? And I'm like, what are you thinking? And that's a fair question. Is the price negotiable? Because yeah. if you're like, no prices firm, he would have been like, cool, thanks, bro. Like, definitely not going to pay what you put on the ad, you know? Right, right. But he's like, and I'm like, yeah, what are you thinking? And he's like, have you heard of Kelly Blue Book? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, and so he, like, shows me, like, a screenshot of what, you know, his, uh, what Kelly Blue Book would calculate it at and everything. And I was like, well, yeah, like, like I have some extras. I have extra rims that I was going to sell with it. It's got the bike rack on it. It's got the hitch, like, all this kind of different stuff. So, right. Um, so he comes out to see it with, like, his dad. And, um, one of the first things is like, like my car is a manual and like, you are not going to find a lot of manual transmission, anything's anymore. Right. You know, like, and so that is in like the estimation of mainstream, like, a $1,500 to like, you know, like $1,500 deficit on your car. Like if you're looking at a car, a manual transmission is going to be, yeah, about $2,000 or about $1,000 cheaper than a standard or a, uh, an auto automatic. automatic. Yeah. Okay. Because it's less complicated. Sure. Right. But if you're going to buy, if you're looking for a manual, you want a manual and you're not going to like, you're not, they're just not as popular at all. And so I kind of see that as a premium as I would pay a little bit more for a manual transmission than a automatic at this point. Okay. And my friend just bought a car brand new and he he's like I had three criteria. It was a manual, like he knew what make and model. He's like, I wanted it to be a manual. I wanted it to be this like electric blue color, and I wanted it to have a spoiler. And he was like told like it was going to take like six to eight months for them to like get one of those from like the factory or whatever. Uh-huh. And then somebody else at another dealership called him. He's like, listen, I got a manual and I got it in the electric blue. I do, it doesn't have a spoiler, but like, this is the only one in like in like 
the U.S. that's for sale right now. <laughs> so unless you're going to wait until the factory produces another one, you need to buy this car right now. So, like, that's, I mean, they're just getting more and more scarce. Right. And everything. So, um, this kid wants, you know, so I even texted him. I was like, hey, just to let you know, make sure you know it's a manual. He's like, yeah, that's cool. I like, I like manuals. But now I'm kind of thinking, okay, so this kid's interested in my car. That's cool. So I text the guy that has the car that I want, and he's like, um, yeah, it's still available, but we were looking at some prices and stuff, so we're actually going to price it at $2,000 more than we said. And I was like, what the crap? <laughs> like, you just are upping your, your ticket price straight out the gate. Like, you already said in your ad that you want a full, t- like, you, you're going to throw in all the extras if somebody gives you a full price offer. Now you're going for $2,000 more. And so I'm like, well, that pipe dream's gone. Like, I would have had to have sold my car for what I listed in the ad at 6000 plus put in an extra three grand of my own money to get this car now. Right. There's no way that's going to happen. Ugh. So I'm like, great. So I don't have anywhere to go with my, you know, like what I would get. So now I'm kind of panicking because I'm like, if this kid wants the, wants my car and like if I sell him my car, I'm going to have no car. Right. And this is, a, this is a condition I do not want to be in because if I need a car, then I'm like more likely to buy or spend more for a car than I want. You know, either buy a car I don't want as much or spend more for a car that I do like like this extra two grand or whatever right and I'm like you know I want to be in the I mean the ideal position is you have the extra money you buy the car that you like and then sell the car so then you're not like pressured on either end you know to have that overlap and all this kind of stuff and but at this point it's like ugh this kid's coming to see my car. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I kind of want to just say it's not for sale or whatever. But I'm like, <laughs> at the same time, if he offers me like full price for this, I'm not going to say no. Right. <laughs> you know, if he's like, but he ended up taking it to like a mechanic friend of his. And I mean, it's definitely an older car. Like I've done quite a bit of maintenance on it and stuff like that. But you know, like, some, you know, there's, you know, some oil leaks here and, you know, like some rust there and all this kind of stuff. And of course the guy just like, you know, picks it apart and it's just like, oh, well, like, you know, he's just trying to get rid of it because, you know, this sway bar is going out or something. And I'm like, no, like I can replace that sway bar. That is not a hard thing to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, I'm not like totally like, oh, the sway bar, oh, better dump this lemon, you know, on this kid kind of a thing. So he comes back and, and we're just sitting in the driveway and I am just trying, uh, I'm just not talking. Like I'm letting this kid be like run through the list and he goes through all this like stuff. He's just like, yeah. And there was like, there wasn't any washer fluid. And so like, you know, like. I mean, the wipers work, but like, you know, it's like he just said, like, you know, the radiator fluid was slow and there wasn't any washer fluid. I'm like, washer fluid? You're using washer fluid as a negotiation tactic? Like, 
you want me to open my garage and I'll fill it up for you right now? <laughs> like, like, okay, that is, that's, that's, that's good. Okay, kid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, the $2 for a gallon of, you know, washer fluid, I will, I will spot you that. I will drop the price for you to fill up the, the washer fluid. Oh my gosh. But he's like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm not really good. Like good at negotiations and stuff, and I just, I am just kind of icing him out at this point. Right, and maybe it wasn't you, the nicest thing to do. Kind of, but I am literally though. just saying nothing um, to him. I'm like, not even like, mm-hmm, yeah. He just is kind of like, yeah. And so with those leaks and 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 there's just these long pauses that I'm just like, mm-hmm, or I'm just sitting there and I'm like, don't say anything. Do not say anything. And so then he offers me like basically less than half of what I have it listed for um, and stuff. And I was like, and even like $2,000 less than Kelly Blue Book says. And I was just like, yeah, um, I'm just going to tell you where I'm at. I am going to drive this car every, it's like I drive this car every day. And, you know, I have done a lot to it and I think it's great. I was just looking to upgrade. And so I was trying to get, a decent price for it and so i have no need to sell it basically and he's just like yeah that makes sense he's like i'm he's like i probably wouldn't pay that much but probably somebody will so good luck and you know we just kind of went our separate ways but um <laughs> but the weird thing yeah it's just kind of like um anytime like somebody comes to get a car i always think of the the scam that I thought of when I was selling a car the last time when somebody just took my car, they like pulled up, we walked around playing the thing. We gave them the keys. They're like, Oh yeah, we're just going to take this like around the block or something. Uh huh. They leave and it takes them like, like an hour and some odd to come back. And I'm like the whole time, I'm like where the flip do these people take my car? Like, are you kidding me? And it turns out that they went to go to, like, a mechanic and get it checked out and all that kind of different stuff, you know? Wow. Just be straight up. like. But but they didn't say that at all. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, am I reporting this car stolen at this point? Like, how long do I wait? Like, their car's sitting right there. And so while I'm thinking about this for an hour while they're gone, like, I was like, what if that's not their car? I'm like, what if they went... And test drove someone's car and drove it here. <laughs> and then they take my car and they drive it to someone else's house and test drive their car and so on and so on. And I'm like, you could run this like crazy, like Grand Theft Auto-ish scam where you get like a really low cost car and you... Because it has plates. Typically when people are selling like a car on classifieds, they're going to have plates on them right so you you walk up to this guy and you say hey i'm here to test drive your car he's like sweet throws you the keys you know car's like worth 400 bucks whatever so then you drive it to the next person's house that you have scheduled you know a couple blocks over Uh you leave that car there as kind of like this hypothetical insurance policy where it's like well he's got to come back his car is still here you know Uh if anything i'll call the police and say 
whoever owns this car just stole my car. But then you just like take their car to the next appointment, take that car to the next appointment, and so on and so forth, until you drive the first or like the last car you have taken back to the first guy's house, um, and then just sneak away, <laughs> and then the police are just in this like crazy like ring of like uh, this person stole my car, their car's here, and it's like this person stole my car. Wait, that person's car is at this guy's house, and he reported his car stolen. And uh, 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 and like you're just like yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure you there is still implications of Grand Theft Auto in there, but I mean it would just be really funny to do something like that and right just have this this just round loop of car theft. But that's funny. Everybody's car would get impounded and they'd be all pretty pretty pissed. Oh yeah, but, dude, that would not. <laughs> but I think about that every time. Because this kid wanted to drive my car like two cities over up to Bountiful um, <clears throat> to to have his friend look at it because his friend would do it for free. Right. And he like he texted me like last night and he's like, can we take it up to Bountiful? It's like, can you take it up to Bountiful and get like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, we can get in before we close. I'm like, dude, it is like not a lot of notice to like just drive an hour, you know, like to to do this thing for you that's going to take me like an hour and a half, you know? Yeah. To do. I'm like, so he came today and took it and, you know, was gone for like an hour and a half and came back. And he was like, yeah, I really like how it drives and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, and he really wanted it, but he just, you know, didn't want to pay full price for it or whatever. But, um, I'm like, that's a lot to ask, man. (laughs) Like, Oh, can you take this to Bountiful for me? And uh, my buddy's gonna look at it for however long, and you're just gonna sit in the lobby and then just drive it home. Like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> like, that would be, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not, you know, yeah, selling something that's like gonna make me buku bucks here. Like, this is, and again. I'm still on this mindset of like, I don't even know if I want to give this kid my car because what am I going to drive? Right. I'm like, you know, going to be catching the bus to work for the next week while I look for a decent deal on a car and that's going to suck. So Yikes, man. So yeah, that was a little adventure-ish. I mean, nothing nothing came out of it, but it's... Shopping for cars, man. Mm -hmm. Can be pretty rough. Yeah, and that's why I said, like, you have to, like, you have to weed out so many people that are just, like, gonna lowball you, gonna scam you, offer you a cashier's check while their friend comes to pick up the car. Right. And stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And, like, it's if you, if anybody ever suggests a form of payment that you have not listed, just know it's a scam. <laughs> because because you don't know enough about that form of payment for them for to feel comfortable with it is my big thing you know it's just like right oh well i can pay you with a money order or something and you're like no i don't like no <laughs> it's like yeah so that's uh that's the new that's the new for today that's it yeah. man crazy so um, we have our, uh, 
Patreon up, and uh, we are getting our next beginning to the end uh, thing going here. Uh, sh- should we announce what it is, or should we just put that on Patreon? Uh, we'll probably put just put it on Patreon, just because I don't know if <laughs> schedule-wise, if this right. this will be out before or after. So okay, but uh, yeah, just uh, we got a little mini series um, just going on our Patreon uh, where we watch the first episode of a show and compare it to the last episode of the uh, the show of the series and uh, see see how they how they stack up against each other. Yeah. Um, does it does it hook you and then resolve you? With no context in between, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what you to look forward to with our Facebook group and uh, personal shoutouts and uh, check us out. Yeah, man, we would really appreciate you guys going over there and supporting yeah. us on Patreon if you feel like you can do that. So, yep. All right, everybody, take it easy this week. Yes, don't. Buy too many lemon cars. Yeah. All right. Good night. Bye.